Welcome to the Namaste This podcast. I'm Sally Claridge, a channel and healer who doesn't do normal. And this is my real life blog sharing the ups and downs, the highs, lows, breakthroughs and what the F moments as myself, my gorgeous man and our beloved rescue greyhound Sir Maxalot left a conventional life in Scotland and followed our hearts to move into off-grid life in the Alpujarra Mountains in southern Spain. For the last 18 months I have been blogging our journey and adventures as they happen. I share from my heart with no holds barred. I share my emotions, the reality checks, the miracles and the truth of what unfolds when you trust in the universe with a good dose of grounded humour along the way. Over the coming podcasts, I'll be sharing a mix of in-the-moment blogs and episodes from the past 18 months, and I hope to inspire you to follow your own heart and to find happiness in your life. Today is Friday the 8th of November 2019, and it is blowing an absolute hoolie outside my caravan office, so if you hear some batterings and shakings in the background, that's what's going on. It's Mother Earth at her best. So, it's been a while, but we're still here, we're still standing, we are still loving the crazy ride of Spanish Alpujarra life. I've been super focused over the summer on the flow of my woo-woo world of channeling love, but there was a significant breakthrough for our real everyday life. Um, that has a whole lot of bureaucratic shenanigans graced with the obligatory miracle at the end. You might have heard of something called Brexit, which means that becoming a Spanish resident was paramount for us Brits. Even for a rebel like me, the thought of living life, looking over my shoulder and potentially not being able to come and go freely was not going to be an option. So I went through the residency process in February, and last week it was my gorgeous man's turn. Passports, NIE numbers, certificates, translations, my self-employment papers, and everything else we could possibly think of. Copied, copied again, double-checked, looked at blankly over and over again, and then giving in to the, well, what will be will be mantra. And so on a cloudy morning and with butterflies fluttering, we climbed into the landy and headed down to Matril on the coast, where the Commissaria de Policia offices are. We had a lovely coffee sitting in the sun, reminding ourselves that this is why we're flowing with the bureaucratic needs. And then we walked tentatively, if I could just say it, down the hill, to the office. Greeted by police officers on the other side of the metal detector that no one pays any attention to, my gorgeous man's name was ticked off the list and we turned left into the large open office filled not only with foreigners waiting for their own little miracle but for Spanish people getting their passports. The woman on the foreigner's desk called MGM forward and we were a go. There was a lot of paper shuffling, rapid fire Spanish, and my aim was to connect and crack a smile from her. Then it was my turn to offer up my papers. And first of all, I didn't have enough copies. 
even though we'd initially been told they wouldn't ask for copies of all my stuff. And then came some Spanish that I really had to get my head around. Uh, well, she was asking for updated papers to prove my self-employment status, which is called autonomo here. Yeah, well, I showed her again the 036 document that I'd been reassured would be enough. But apparently it wasn't, because it was dated for February and it didn't prove that I was still contributing into the system and paying my tax. My heart was pumping and my brain became super focused on trying to catch any word I could latch onto to make sense of the incomprehensible jumble coming out of her mouth. I really wished I'd stuck to my Duolingo practice or even more to the point, signed up for those bloody Spanish classes. The long and short of it was that I had to source whatever documents I could from the Social Security Department to show I was still paying into the system. But apparently there was a building behind where we could get that done. We took a deep breath, walked the walk of not-resident shame out of the offices and headed round the corner to get more copies. And took some deep breaths for whatever awaited. I got Google Translate lined up. We found reception, found the receptionist who didn't really give a damn that I couldn't fully catch what she was saying. But she was basically saying, nope, not here. And after a good few attempts, where I was like a little Scottish terrier who wouldn't give up until she vaguely understood, it turned out that there was another reception further round the corner. So off we trotted. In we went, this time to be met with a well-guarded metal detector and a security guard who thought I was speaking anything but my version of Spanish. Eventually we were let through, the metal arch beeped, pockets were emptied and belts taken off and papers shuffled some more and we were pointed through to another office and reception desk. The man behind the desk looked at me as if to say, oh boy, what's coming now? And then he also proceeded to say, no. But he almost saved the day by adding, but you can make an appointment for tomorrow. Shit, tomorrow's not today. And he wasn't budging. So we took the appointment, not even sure we were in the right place or doing the right thing and walked another walk of shame back round to the Commissaria de Policia. By now, we'd phoned the lawyer's office that had been helping us to get ready for MGM's residency, and they were trying to get us the all-important appointment with the local social security office in Orgiva, our local town. Because we figured that we might just have enough time to speed back get those documents and speed back down again before the 2pm siesta deadline when everything shuts down. But it turned out that the computer had also said no to their efforts and it looked like we were left to fend for ourselves. There was nothing left but for us to admit we couldn't get the documents and to pray and to beg that we wouldn't have to wait another three months to get a residency appointment. At that point, 
we had less than a week before the UK was potentially leaving the European Union. On our downtrodden return, our woman softened on seeing our stress and she said to come back tomorrow morning with the papers as she would add us into the official just let them in list and that she would just call us forward. She said everything was in order and it wouldn't be a problem. Okay then. On the way back, I had the super sparkly idea to go into the office in Orgiva where I had first gone autonomo and self-employed. The woman there is fantastic. She has a twinkle in her eye. I can hardly understand a word she says, but she does the do with a smile. So when I turned up unexpectedly in front of her desk, my face and my energy and my Spanish saying, I need help. And she replied, help is here. I could have hugged her there and then. I explained the situation and she started tapping away on the computer, looking over at me, printing things up, looking concerned at the screen, saying stuff and smiling, printing up more stuff and then she just handed it all over. She'd printed up everything that she could think of to prove what needed to be proven and she wished me luck. What an angel. My gorgeous man had been left with the task of finding an elusive parking spot since lots of yellow double lines and limitations have been put on parking in Orgiva. And he was meeting me in the square for us then to go up to the lawyer's office, where we then tried to cancel the next day's social security appointment that we'd made down in Matril. But of course, we had no luck because the computer said, you guessed it, no because we didn't have a code, whatever code that was. But then there was the added complication that I also had to cancel my own totally separate social security appointment in Orgiva that had been planned a couple of weeks back for the next morning. Now this appointment was to pick up my health card that I hadn't followed through on after getting my residency. But I now couldn't go to that appointment because we were having to go back to Matril to get my gorgeous man's residency. To this cancellation, the computer said, yes, alleluia. So that was our first attempt at my gorgeous man's Spanish residency. Bureaucracy one, MGM nil. Day two, here we go. Our first mistake was to try and multitask. First stop was to turn left and head to Lanharon Council offices for me to get more legalised copies of my passport and residency, this time for my driving licence that has actually now been lost in the Spanish system for almost five months. Yep, I'm still driving illegally. We had felt confident that this would be the easy part of the day. And yet we came up against the first nope because the right people weren't there to stamp and sign the paperwork. Okay, breathe and pray this wasn't a sign of things to come. So we decided that seeing as we could drive through Orgiva to get to the police station in Matril, I would jump out at the traffic lights at the council offices there and try and get the elusive signatures and stamps. 
which actually had to be taken to the lawyer's office today or that day because the lawyer would be going up to Trafico in Granada the next day to work driving licensed miracles. It was a good idea in theory, but it didn't work because the head honcho in Orgiva had popped out for half an hour. And breathe. I legged it up into the plaza to see my gorgeous man waiting on one of the iron benches again. And there was nothing for it but to head down to Matril and see what awaited us there. Hopefully, it would be MGM's residency. More deep breaths. We parked up and then walked straight into the Commissaria de Policia, round the side of the metal detector and into the office, only to see loads of people sitting and waiting and an empty desk. I could feel my gorgeous man's energy shift from anxiety to frustration, resignation and I effing knew it wouldn't be that easy. And I went into super calm and silent mode, as is my way. There was, however, a young man at the foreigner's desk, and he was under siege from everything and everyone trying to get his attention and grab the chair in front of him as soon as it was vacated. It was an effing free-for-all. And as I felt my MGM seething beside me, I knew I just didn't have the courage to go and barge in. After quite a while, where another Brit walked away smiling with her prized green card, an interpreter with five Chinese teenagers came and went with different papers each time, a Middle Eastern woman made it to the desk and left the desk, looking totally lost and was then saved by another woman who managed to translate a bit for her, and another man secured the prize seat and got his answers, MGM suddenly jumped up and forward as that man left and we finally got an acknowledgement from the harassed officer behind the desk. We were told to wait. <laughs> Fair enough. We didn't have an appointment and he didn't know our story from yesterday, but we did feel one step closer. And then not long after, from round the corner and the office divider, appeared our angel. Yep, she'd been on a long break and appeared from round the back, still chewing. But oh boy, did our hearts lift. By now, we were sat tentatively in the front row with great big invisible signs on our foreheads saying, See us! We were beaten into her chairs by Espiri Gonzalez and I could feel MGM's frustration and blood pressure rise even more. But the was a huge relief at the same time because hopefully she would remember who we were from yesterday. There's an advantage to having my new hairdo, one kilogram of purple dreads in my hair. You certainly don't tend to blend into the background. But when you come from a country that is obsessed with cues and everything being done in order and in a proper manner, the randomness and apparent chaos of official procedures can be a huge challenge. Having lived in Brazil for eight years, this office was feeling like a piece of piss for me and having the it'll all work out in the end approach makes it a whole lot less stressful. But admittedly, I do lack the oomph to push to the front of the queues all the same. I could have ended up sitting there for a lot longer 
if my gorgeous man hadn't done the initial deed for us. But we didn't need to push forward in the end, because out of the blue, my gorgeous man's name was called, and we leapt into action and sat our glad asses down in those prized positions opposite the angel of Spanish residency. I handed all my new pieces of paper over with pride and a prayer. They were shuffled, examined, looked over with an eagle eye, and there was a glimmer of approval and a slight nod, which flooded me with relief. And then it happened, just like that. My gorgeous man was handed over that precious small green card. I have to admit that I wanted to jump up and cheer and make a fuss. But I didn't. <laughs> we did lots of Cheshire cat grins and graciases, and we both felt it really important to show how delighted we were to be living and now both fully resident here in Spain. This is our home and we love it. I also resisted skipping happily out of the office and we settled for the obligatory now resident photo shoot in front of the police station. Instead of just heading off somewhere to celebrate, we very sensibly and logically decided to run the gauntlet back to Orgiva to try and get the legalised copies of the documents I needed to reapply, redirect and just freaking send me my Spanish driving licence, please! And we were treated to the stunning views as we headed back up into the mountains and reminded yet again of why we had chosen to live here. Driving licences or no driving licences. But having failed earlier in the day to get the copies of the documents, I was determined this was going to be second time lucky. And I jumped out of the traffic lights again and I went into Orgiva Town office armed with a smile and Google Translate and the determination to just get it done. And again, MGM was tasked with parking the impossible and I jumped out and left him to it and went in to try my luck. And hey presto, the man he say see. And that meant a swift happy walk up the main street to find my gorgeous man on his bench in the plaza. And then we headed up into the lawyer's office to get my driving license changeover form submitted again. I have to admit that I am having a bit of a sense of humour failure about having handed over my UK driving licence in good faith and not getting the Spanish one in return. Surely this would be fourth time lucky. Two full applications and two reminders. Surely this would be it. But it remains to be seen. Once in the office, we had a bit of a wait while another British couple were going through the process of getting their driving licences sorted. And I resisted the temptation of saying anything along the lines of an ironic, good luck there, as they filled in their paperwork. Meanwhile, at the other desk, I was able to cancel the social security appointment that they'd made for me to go and get my health card that had been remade for me without telling me, but on a day that I would be working. And once all of that was all sorted out, 
There was nothing for it but to head straight to our favourite restaurant, Venta Maria, for some great food, great homemade Italian pasta, atmosphere and the obligatory celebratory vino blanco e cerveza. And right now, my gorgeous man is plucking up the courage to send off his driving licence because he's now illegal as a Spanish resident driving on a UK licence in a Spanish car. My social security appointment is set for next week. And while I've since received a document to allow me to drive without the Spanish license card, we're holding our breath in anticipation of the real thing miraculously appearing within the next three weeks. And it will, because we all know that miracles are the new reality. Hasta luego, my lovelies. Until the next time, love, Sally. To read this blog and other posts, visit www.namastethis.com and for more information on my channeling and healing work, visit www.channelinglove.com.